Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Well, hi, this is Moira Gorski, and um, it's been a long time since I just turned on my phone recording and recorded, but today I'm doing that Because I'm sitting in the uh, parking lot of a behavioral health hospital where my daughter is at. And I did this a long time ago when I had dropped off some materials for my daughter, Anna, when she was at another place. Um, And I happened to see uh, a mom and her son in the the, um, waiting room and she just looked really scared. And I came out to the car and I recorded an episode saying, I see you. And I'll put that in the show notes. But today I know it's my daughter's uh, story to share. Um, but you know, I sit here just kind of, I don't know, a little bit numb to a certain extent because our daughter as of yesterday has been home from her treatment for a year. And that's a huge accomplishment for her. And we're so proud of her for how far she has come in her eating disorder recovery journey. She's come a long ways. It's been wonderful to have her home. It's been wonderful to see her thrive. And we all were able to be part of my son's wedding in um, September. She was in the wedding. It was just a lovely occasion. And unfortunately, since, you know, the fall after that and you know, October timeframe, she really started to have some struggles with more so OCD things. And again, it's her story to share, but um, she's found some great therapist, dietitian, and then it was realized that she needed more care. So she was doing a day program and then um, she needs more care. And so she is at this behavioral health hospital right now, and we are waiting to work on we're working on discharging it to a residential program to really work specifically on our OCD. And I'm just, I'm sad about it. I'm, and I'm just, I just wonder, it was, it happened on Wednesday of this week and I had a beautiful morning, a wonderful morning with my work that I do in sharing entrepreneurship and sharing wellness. And it was a great morning, great connection, great networking. And then the call came in the afternoon and I was reminded of that that roller coaster, that roller coaster that we are on in life. And certainly that roller coaster we're on when we love someone who has a disorder um, or an addiction. And we know that we just love them and we support them. And as a therapist told me one time, we never give up hope for them recovering. I've never given up hope that my daughter will recover. But that therapist also said, she said, you have to give up expectations that she will. And that's really hard to hear. And it's even really hard to say because I know my daughter will recover. But there are times like this week that it's like, oh, here we go again. Like, how long is this going to go on for? It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's sad. It's so sad for my daughter. 
And if you're listening to this and you love somebody who has an addiction or you have one yourself, you know that it just gets to be out of your control. Like this is out of her control. Something has taken over um, with her disorder, with her OCD, that's just taking over and it's not allowing her to live her life. And unfortunately, that's what happens. And so my husband and I sit back and we love her unconditionally and we support her. But it's like, oh, here we go again. How long is this going to go? How long until that switch flips, perhaps, or until she really gets strong enough to deal with the things that come her way? And so I share that today because there might be somebody listening that that same thing has happened to. And um, I'm here to tell you that it's tough. It's tough uh, when these things happen because, again, I was put back. I was in a sad spot on Wednesday night. Um, I reached out to some friends for some support and I took some time to myself to just be with myself and deal with that. And so we go forward. We will support her and all that. But, um, but it's also sad. But, again, I'm here to say and tell you that I think the most important thing that I've learned throughout these last seven, eight years is that I've got to take care of myself. And I felt like the other night I, I could feel the fact, I could feel all the work that I had been doing, I had done, because I felt stronger, even though I was very sad. And my husband and I talked about it. We were just really just sad and frustrated for Anna. But I also, so I took some time. I had some pizza and I watched some Netflix and I went to bed and I got up the, mo- the next morning and I went on with my time. And, you know, again, I'm sad about it. It's, it's in the back of my mind. And, but I know that because of the work that I've done in showing up for myself to do my morning meditation, my morning journaling, my morning reading, I got back to doing that. And that helps me stay good, if you will. And that's what I'm here to say is that I really, it really, it, it made me realize once again the importance of all of that stuff. Because I listened to something about meditation the other day and how when you do continual meditation, it just helps you be able to not just start the day off well, but really handle stresses that come your way. And I, I felt that. I felt like, okay, see, because of the work that I've done, this setback, this stressor didn't set me back as much as it had in the past. Someone also mentioned to me the other day, they said, I think the greatest accomplishment for you is really being able to bring your daughter back to her health and really support her in that. And I thanked her. I said, thank you for recognizing that I've put a lot of support in, put a lot of time in and love with supporting our daughter with her health. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's her journey. And it's her recovery. And it's not up to me. It's not like an accomplishment. I would never say, oh, I helped her recover. I helped her and supported her in loving her and setting boundaries and encouraging her to get the help that she needed and encouraging to encouraging her to do the work. But I didn't do it. And if I was doing it, it wouldn't probably stick either because it has to be her journey. And as heartbreaking as that is to hear or heartbreaking for that is for us to watch, it's what it is. It's her journey. It's her, 
it's hers to go through and figure this out and navigate and figure out the tools that she needs to put in her tool belt so that she can stay good in this life and deal with the stresses of life and the heartache and the ups and downs. That's what I talk about on this podcast. And when I interview other people and I ask them, what, what worked? What do you put in your tool belt every day to help you in your recovery journey of life? And that's what she needs to figure out. She's got some tools and she needs to learn a lot more. And in the meantime, I'm over here on the other side. I've learned my tools and I keep learning more and I keep getting exposed to more. And that's why I keep bringing different experts on this podcast because I keep learning different things that are so exciting in ways that we can take care of ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that. And that's what we can do. There's so many things in life that we can't control, and it's frustrating when we can't. But what we can control is us. We can control how we show up. We can control what we do. We can control the things that we choose to do. We can control how we react to things, how we love, how we spread our love around. We can control that, and that's what we need to do. So this will be a shorter episode than than most uh, because it's just me. But I just wanted to share that today and know that I see you, I hear you if you're in this similar situation. Uh, And I am here to just, again, link arms with you and have you know that you're not alone because this is a sucky journey for um, us who love those that are addicted and have disorders It's a sucky journey for us, Um, but we can make it. We are making it through, and I'm here to say you can make it through. And it it takes taking care of yourself and figuring that out. And if you don't know how to do that, reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, Reach out to somebody. Reach out to a friend. Go to a support group. There are ways to do it. And it's not selfish, as they say about self-care. It ain't selfish at all. It's required. It's a requirement for us. And uh, it's what we need, you know, it's what we need to do. I just think about this year ahead and uh, this tends to be, because this is recorded at the beginning of 2023, I think of the year ahead and some reflection that I've done and some work that I've done in the last few weeks. And oftentimes um, I encourage people to do a practice that's called start, stop and continue. And you may have heard that an episode or two of mine uh, that I've done before in years past. And I started uh, to think about that. I've thought about that as I've walked around the neighborhood and walked in our park. And I encourage you to think about it. And I'll share with you uh, what I uh, have been thinking about in regards to my start and stop and continue. Because what that means is, at the beginning of this year, what am I going to start doing? And then what am I going to stop doing? And then what am I going to continue? And what I came up with for the start is I chose a word of the year. Do you ever do that? Uh, I do, most often, the last many years. Um, And so I said I'm going to start focusing more. That's what my word is. I chose focus as my word of the year. I'm going to focus more on the goals that I have, the goals that I have for business, the goals that I have for my podcast, the goals that I have for moving forward with my podcast and books and journals. And I'm going to focus on the goals that I set for dance. And I love that word. I've been loving it more and more the last 20 days of this year because it's really helping me, I mean, stay focused. But really, as a result of that, realizing 
the actions that I need to take and the things that I need to do in order to meet those goals because I'm focusing on that. And it keeps me from getting distracted on, you know, to something else that might seem kind of interesting, but it doesn't align with my goals right now. It's not what I'm focusing on right now. And so then I'm choosing to not do that or not participate in this thing or not take this phone call or whatever because I'm focused. So that's my, again, word of the year. So I was going to start focusing more. And I set two big goals, one for my business and one for my dance this year. And that's what I'm focusing on. And so that's my start. It's going along well so far. And I'm glad that I was able to you know, what I encourage people to do when you're picking a word of the year is just take some time to go for a walk or think about it or think about what you want to accomplish this year. What do you want to be involved with? What are the kind of things that you want to do? And pick a word that resonates with that. So every time you say that word, you think about what your year ahead, what you want it to be. Maybe it's maybe it's yes, because it's going to be your year of yes. Or maybe it's about abundance. Maybe it's about authenticity. Maybe it's about... I don't know. You pick. Um, Maybe it's about love. Maybe it's about connection. And then stop. I'm going to stop just getting these limited beliefs in my head and believing them. (laughs) Um, I continue to work on that. That is a something that I don't know. I get in a rut sometimes that I really limit my belief in myself and what I can do and forget to reflect on what I have accomplished because I feel like sometimes that's being boastful, but it's not. It's reflecting on how far I've come and what I've accomplished and what, and part of what I want to do in life is inspire other people. And so that's what I can do if I, if I don't limit myself. But when I limit myself, I just don't feel good enough about myself sometimes. And that's not good. So I'm going to stop with those limiting beliefs. I'm going to set up some stops with myself that if I start to think that way, I'm just going to stop it. It's like, wait a minute, are you not believing in yourself, Moira? Just stop that. Um, I've encouraged, I've told a couple people um, to uh, also check me on that. um, And so that if I happen to be, um, you know, in a spot that I'm kind of getting down on myself, they know to pull me out of that. So that's my stop. And then my continue is I'm going to continue with bigger challenges. I love to take on a bigger challenge in life. I grew up in a wonderful home, but we did have fairly, I think, limited thinking, limited adventures and things like that. Uh, We live within our means and that was all good. Yet I've learned that there's so much life to live. And that what it requires is us to, to take on those challenges. Ballroom dance has been a big challenge for me. Uh, and I continue to take that on every week. But I'm going to continue to take on bigger challenges. If it's in speaking, if it's in running retreats, if it's in making connections or learning to cook something or traveling someplace that I've never been, I'm just going to take on those bigger challenges because I love... I love the bigger challenge. I love to learn. And as a result of those challenges, again, we learn, I learn in life and I grow and I become a different person and I love all of that. And so I send that message to all of you too and challenge you like, what can you do? What, what's a bigger challenge you could take on this year? Cause I, there's so much out there. There's so much out there to live. Perhaps it means doing some of that inner work to open yourself up to adventure or open yourself up to love or connections or things like that. 
but take on those bigger challenges or think about it. Just think while you're taking that walk. Um, what would you like to do? If you could really do something, uh, what would you like to do? What do you dream about? Those are the bigger challenges. And step into that dance studio or take that art class or, or sign up on that dating app or all of those fun things. You know, just just do it because there's so much life to live and we should live it because we never know. We never know how long our life is going to be. And, um, and so why not enjoy the time that we have? So I'm going to wrap up today with that and just say, what are you going to start, stop, and continue? I'd love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram with Green Gorski. Um, send me a note there, and I'd love to hear from you. And back to the beginning of how I started this, please know that um, life is a roller coaster at times. It sure is. And, um, and we need to take care of ourselves. We need to share love with those that we love that might be struggling um, get them the help that they need. Because as my husband said the other day, he goes, I don't know what else to do. I'm like, we don't, we don't know what else to do because we're not the experts in helping our daughter with her specific things. So get your friends the help they need, get yourself the help you need during this life and know that it doesn't, asking for help doesn't mean that you're less than capable. It just means you need a little bit more support at this particular time. And that's okay because people do want to help. People do want to support you. And oftentimes they don't know what to do. Um, and when you ask for help, when you reach out, when you ask for a little support, people are there to help you out. So have yourself a great um, rest of uh, this month of January that I'm recording this in. Have a great 2023. Um, there will be more to come, more episodes to come, and more interviews. But I appreciate all of you coming to listen. Please continue to support this podcast by sharing it with others, writing a review. That's how we get seen. Sharing it on social. Buy me a cup of coffee. There's a cool link in there that helps to pay for the, the finances of producing this podcast too. And I appreciate all of that. Appreciate all of you. Have a happy new year and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.